to all you beautiful people and thank you so much for tuning in again to this episode from Broken to Blissful. This one really is a bit of a broad subject. It's uh, just in relation to healing from trauma. So many people have some kind of trauma that they are dealing with in their lifetime. Um, Some of the trauma is on the surface and some is quite deep and under a few layers and takes years to fix or heal. It can come from times in your childhood or it can come during your adulthood, um, really any stages of life. The different types of trauma that can it can be caused from, you know, could be sexual, physical abuse, uh, marriage or relationship breakdown, death or suicide, um, that type of thing, bullying, um, that can cause trauma inside the body and it can be so embedded inside of you in because we are all different individuals, it affects us all in different ways as well. So I guess the type of trauma and the length that this trauma sticks around depends on you as a person, depends on how big and deep the trauma is and depends on whether you're willing to work on it or not or whether you bury it. Some people choose to do the work on themselves. They're open-minded and they're um, maturely emotional. Um, Some people, it takes for them to go through the trauma, to know to dig deeper and become aware of their own emotions and feelings and work on themselves. That's where I fit into this. And some people just bury it, carry it with them. They go through life being bitter Uh, Other people refuse to admit they've got issues um, and they repeat their patterns and they end up blaming others and only seeing their point of view and not open to seeing it differently. Uh, Some people will seek help. They'll go to counselling. They'll seek to get tools and techniques from a professional Uh, Some people feel it necessary to go on medication to help with their mental health. Um, I know myself, I've been to counsellors over the years, um, but my, what I seek is mostly guidance and just to have someone to listen to me uh, and make sense of my own thoughts um, because I, um, my anxiety um, has got quite significantly worse after my marriage separation um my thoughts in my head and my negative talk kind of takes over sometimes so um that kind of helped with me with just seeking guidance having someone listen and um speaking and then have someone um talk back with advice or making sense so to speak Um, I wasn't consistent with going to the counsellor because I did have um, a 
really good support network. Um, my friends were always there for me. Um, so they kind of gave me what I needed as opposed to going to a professional. And um, so everyone's different. Everyone, um, you know, does their healing in their own different way. Others choose not to at all. For me, going through my own journey has made me more in tune with my emotional side, my energy, others' energy. Um, It's made me more spiritually connected. And like most people um, won't, it's made me look at myself as an individual and question my feelings and emotions, my thought patterns, so why I feel a certain way when I get triggered and um, how I react to certain emotions and things I don't necessarily like about myself. So um, a lot of people aren't willing to do that, but um, a lot of people are as well. Um, Trauma work and healing work is hard. It is so hard. You feel so isolated. But if you don't do it, and you choose to go down the path of not doing it, you're going to suppress your trauma and you're just going to feel empty at the end of the day. You're going to feel unfulfilled, constantly asking yourself, what's wrong with me? Um, Always feeling misunderstood, feeling lost, confused, lonely. Um, I know that that's all the thoughts and feelings I've had at times. Um... It does feel uncomfortable as you allow yourself to feel these emotions and as the more you unlock and dig about yourself, um, you do feel uncomfortable. You have feelings um, that are embedded that you're unpacking and it's um, not very nice at times. I, for one, hate playing the victim. I'm so over what happened to me ruling my life. Um, And I guess that's why sometimes I get to a certain point and feel I can feel great, Um, think that I'm feeling great, um, but I didn't know that I had a mask on. I didn't intentionally do it, Um, but it turns out that, you know, you can get to a certain point and have that mask on. when that mask is pulled off, you realize that um, you've got to rip another layer off and kind of dig deeper. Um, I've had moments where I feel empowered and strong and unbreakable and felt on top of the world. Um, But then life does that little thing where it turns you upside down, gives you a little shake and you remembered just to rip off that next layer and just work on what you find and And um, it can be really hard the more layers you um, you peel off. Um, This time is really confronting. Um, Some people decide to distract themselves. Um, Other people decide it's time to work on themselves. you just need to do what's right for you at that time. Um, I've done that in the past, um, felt like I was okay and I got to a certain point and 
you know, might have distracted myself by socialising or, you know, going back into the dating scene. Um, People might call it feeling a void. Um, I'm not sure I think it's actually a thing. Um, You don't intentionally do that to self-sabotage yourself. You're just kind of, you're going through the motions. Um, And I have done it where I keep myself busy, make sure I'm not alone. Um, You know, if the kids are at their dad's, I make sure that um, I've got plans and I make sure I fill my schedule and um, I haven't really until now realized that um, I was doing that and making sure that I wasn't in my own company. Um, And, you know, that's one of the main things people say is to, you know, you have to love yourself before you can love others. And um, it's not until it slaps you in the face that you realize you've been... um, not doing that and feeling content in your own company. Um, I've realised in the last year, well, actually in less than a year and a really short time, probably even six months or so, that I have lacked feeling content in myself. Um, That feeling that you have in a relationship or in a family unit um, just hanging out at home on a Saturday with or without your kids, um, you know, hanging out in the washing while your partner is um, mowing the lawn, um, that kind of feeling, I realised that I was really missing that. Another huge breakthrough I've found within myself is that I've spent my whole life without having healthy boundaries, not even knowing or realising how important boundaries are. Um, and anyone that did have boundaries um, that I guess um, put them up for me, I felt rejection from them if they were implemented. Um, and I guess the lack of boundaries... Um, for me, meant I was always people pleasing, um, more concerned for others' happiness and not listening to myself. Um, so that's a huge thing as well, realizing how important boundaries are and not necessarily having walls up, but just having my own space and energy around me just for a bit of protection and then slowly pulling them down. Um, as opposed to meeting me and letting you straight into my space, um, giving you everything, you know, straight away. Um, I kind of grew up in a really open um, household, I guess, and um, really open and honest. And so we're all kind of the same with pretty much as soon as you meet us, um, we, you kind of know we're pretty down to earth and you know pretty much everything. Um, it wasn't like, uh, 
some people are private um some people you have to get to know them and they pull down their walls um we weren't like that and so um coming into my own um realizing how important boundaries are and um how much I have probably needed them at times um, because I'm too vulnerable and too open. Um, I am an extremely sensitive and emotional human too. Um, Not having boundaries and being the way I am meant that my loved ones that care for me and, you know, take me under their wings when I need them, um, always there for me, but also meant that I've lost control over myself um, in certain situations and it was out of absolute love. I understand that, but I was aware that I was feeling off and feeling unsettled and now I could see that I just felt kind of suffocated and a bit controlled and needed to just be me for a while and just step into my own space um as it was really uncomfortable for me um brought up feelings that I felt you feel judged you misunderstood feel misunderstood um you feel like you have to explain yourself all the time and when I really don't have to um I have haven't and never would pry in other people's life I've always just given advice I don't think that I judge um, in any way, shape or form. So that was a huge realisation for me. Um, Just kind of taking that step back and kind of taking more control of my life um, as a person, as a mother, that type of thing. Um, I've spent years trying to do so much work on myself. I've done counselling. I've done self-help books, podcasts, TED Talks journaling, uh, went to a retreat. Um, I've done Reiki, spiritual gatherings, um, back to counselling again. Um, But of course we get distracted with life um, and I have, but I have, I've tried to spend a lot of time and energy on myself. Um, And let me tell you, the next breakthrough that I came to light last week um you know when you just talk to someone uh and you walk away feeling so much clearer like that's me moments like you talk to them and you you say a few words or sentences and then they say something back and you you've just got clarity and things under make you understand and see things clearer well I love them moments and I, for one, hate feeling foggy. My thoughts overtake my mind and my self-talk is really negative. When I'm like that, um, you start to lose yourself a bit, um, to feel clearer in the head. And it makes me understand myself and, and then makes me understand the next step that I need to take, um, this particular angel I'm talking about, she heard me speak and she said to me, oh, it sounds like you 
have fear of abandonment. Now, I don't know what that means to you, but these words made me tear up straight away. Uh, It hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, It's really confronting. Um, She continued to say, you seem to ignore any signs and you see them because you're very intuitive, but you choose to ignore them because you only see the good in people, even if the good's not there. Because of this, you let people in. She said, I attract vulnerable people and I put their needs first. And I put my needs aside. Um, She said for any one of them people that I feel is judging me, they don't understand how it feels to connect with someone and not be able to cut that connection off as easy as they would like me to. Um, You know, I said before I found myself being quite the people pleaser, Um, don't like to say it, but wanting to help and fix people people and when I get to know them and I have that connection it's on a deeper level it's um, not just an acquaintance type connection so for that connection it can feel almost like a drug addiction Um, this takes me into the next uh, breakthrough I guess um, is codependence Um, you've heard of independence Um, A lot of people that have fear of abandonment are codependent and it's a huge addiction. I mean, for you to ask someone with fear of abandonment or codependence to dissolve a connection, friendship, relationship is equivalent to asking someone to give up smoking, cold turkey, you know, um, someone with a drug addiction to just stop tomorrow. Um, the withdrawals are actually real and the side effects are real. I mean, everyone deals with things differently, but somebody ending some kind of a connection uh, with these traumas embedded in them is, is like, it is real. So fear of abandonment means you are codependent, meaning you have that attachment and fills that empty space in your heart. You feel full. So to cut them out, um, to to cut them off, you've got that emptiness inside you again. Um, Common signs of abandonment issues. You give too much. You're overly eager to please the other party. You have trouble trusting the other party. Uh, Easily jealous. You feel insecure. It says needing to control or be controlled. Uh, 
always wanting to please or so I said people pleaser, giving too much, uh, codependency, which is all I've already spoken about. Adults who did not experience abandonment as children may still have feelings associated with abandonment. These can come from losing an intimate partner to separation, divorce or death. Abandonment may occur in childhood or adulthood. Either way, the impact can be pervasive. It may negatively affect any other relationship a person develops, whether they are intimate, social or professional. So this is a real thing. I mean, I've been doing a lot of research on boundaries, abandonment issues, codependency, and it just ticks all the boxes. Um, as I said, it's really uncomfortable. Um, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's hard to come to the realisation that you're nearly seven years after an event and you are still not where you want to be. Um, You wonder why or what you did to deserve to have this trauma inside you. Um, it's fucking hard. It is so hard. Um, you know, they say that things in life are a lesson or a blessing and I tell you, these lessons are fucking hard. Um, you, you're realizing you've got to change patterns. You've got to break cycles. You've got to address these issues. You've got to feel these deep feelings and I don't want to mask them. So, you know, I'm refusing to do the drinking and the socializing and, um, all the distractions at the moment. And I'm just sitting in my realization I'm accepting it um I'm trying to work on it as I said I'm realizing when I react or when I have a feeling what that feeling is is it shame guilt hurt jealousy why do I feel that how am I reacting and how would I prefer to react? Um, it's hard. You have to learn how to deal with the pain, not bury it. You have to feel it, accept it, um, stop trying to keep busy. You just have to sit in it, feel the emotion and don't suppress it. Um try to be easier on yourself um, and 
I guess just do a lot of research. That's what I'm doing um, or seek a professional. Um, I like to read on things or listen to podcasts or watch videos so they resonate with me and it makes me feel like I'm understanding it better. Um, this, you know, another way you can do is realise what your purpose and passion is and focus on that instead of distracting. Um, keep yourself busy in that way. Um, and just realising that you don't have to base your happiness on someone else. Because I know if you're hearing this and you have based your self-worth on somebody else's uh, hurt or betrayal to you, then you need to find happiness in yourself before you do someone else. You need to do as I'm doing, don't leave it, do it a lot sooner than I did because it takes time and these scars are trying to heal. It's not a quick fix, especially if this trauma has caused you so much, so much. It's just destroyed you and you don't realise it until you're realising it. You don't feel it until you're feeling it. So let me just leave you with... A couple of things just I want you to not just set a goal or a destination you have to be in love with the journey because once you set yourself a goal and you get there you need to actually love the whole journey because once you get to that goal and that journey is finished you you kind of come to the end of that robe. And one thing I want to leave you with is this. You can only receive the amount of love that you have for yourself. So not loving yourself, you won't feel the love. I hope that that helps someone understand trauma a bit more. Um, I hope it helps you to dig deep and find out what's going on in inside your brain and your heart and helps you dig deeper, peel them layers off and each day at a time just heal
Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay blissful and be happy.